It is terrific to be here for Book Club. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining me. My name's Andrew Popel, and it is always a great pleasure to present new Australian writing. And today's Book Club book is Helena Fox's The Quiet and the Loud. Now, Helena's debut novel, 2019's How It Feels to Float, was this incredible exploration of mental health and resilience, garnering the Prime Minister's Literary Award for Young Adult Literature and the Victorian Premier's Literary Award. Like, these are big awards. So, in The Quiet and the Loud, Fox again takes us into the messy, complex and wonderful world of being young, showing the reader that while it will present us with seemingly immense problems, it will also surround us with people who can support us. So, George, she's going to be there for Tess. Sure, their other friends had big questions when Tess decided to get pregnant at 18, but George will be there for her, just like she's always been there for her. George will be there for Tess, just like she's there for her grandfather, her mums, Laz. George is even trying to find a way to be there for her estranged dad when he calls her out of the blue to drop some world-shattering news. George is going to be there for all of them because she doesn't know how not to be there for them and she doesn't know what to do with these feelings for Calliope, the new girl on the beach, the new girl who's giving George feelings that might just be for her. So, the quiet and the loud throws us headfirst, hands bound, with no life preserver into the life of George. George finds her world is too often too noisy. The only place she can get any quiet is out on the water. But now even paddling is getting complicated as memories resurface. Memories of when she was younger. Memories of how her dad could be erratic, like the night he took George out on the water in a canoe and left her there to go swimming. Through George's narration, we're taken sometimes too close into the world of complex trauma. George's childhood has left her with difficulty managing the relationships in her life. She has trouble saying no, trouble keeping enough of herself quiet, enough to stay above water. Helena Fox's writing has a way of making this too loud, too close kind of claustrophobia feel incredibly real. George's anxieties become our own as we are immersed in her world and we are threatened with overwhelm as she tries to keep it all straight. The novel shows us what it means to feel the pressures of everything weighing in. Now only is George struggling to managing... I'll start that again. Now, only is George, not only is George struggling to manage her best friend's pregnancy, her dad's news, a new relationship, but fires are also threatening to surround Sydney, even as they engulf parts of the state and the country. The Quiet and the Loud takes all of this in, and more importantly, it takes it seriously, because the pressures of the world are serious, even when you're only 18 and people want to tell you that they know better than you. This is a novel that dives deep into mental health and doesn't emerge with trite solutions. Rather, it sits with the complexity even when it feels overwhelming. I found it uh, like a tough, immersive, but ultimately worthwhile read because it showed me something that too often we only suspect. Yes, everyone is doing it tough, at least some of the time. Yes, we do need to be there for them, but that doesn't mean we also aren't worthy of time for ourselves. Helena Fox's The Quiet and the Loud. This one's fresh, like today is publication day. I had to check that. Sometimes I'm not allowed to talk about things before publication. But (laughs) Helena Fox's The Quiet and the Loud is out now. It is a young adult novel that is for absolutely everyone. Go check it out. Go check out um, Helena Fox's first novel, How It Feels to Float. These are justifiably critically acclaimed novels. I'm Andrew Popel. Look, um, if you are enjoying Book Club, 
and you want to check out more, Final Draft every Saturday morning here on 2SCR. Also, the Final Draft podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's a chance to go deeper into the books, to hear the authors talk about their own work. Because I think these are the books that make us who we are. And it's well worth exploring more of Australia's books, writing and literary culture. Till next time, it's been so great to be here with you and I will be back with more books. Happy reading. Bye for now.